0: Hey, welcome to What's the Tea, the Translink podcast. I'm your host John Jang, and on this episode, we're going to ask this question. What would you say you do here? What's the role of SkyTrain attendants? Let's tap in to What's the Tea.
1: The next station is
2: Welcome to What's the Tea, the Translink podcast.
0: Every job has something in common. No matter what you do for work, there are visible and invisible responsibilities. For example, if your job requires a lot of driving, the physical act of getting behind the wheel is visible, while understanding that you have to follow the rules of the road is invisible. There's always more than meets the eye, and that very same principle applies when talking about the work that our SkyTrain attendants do every single day. They have visible and invisible responsibilities. In fact, let's take a closer look and really examine what being an STA is all about. My name is Cherie Cogman. I'm a SkyTrain attendant. My job is important because it gives us a chance to serve the people in a personal way, greet them with a smile and and a handshake and give them customer service, to show them directions, and also standby medical response if and when that is needed as well. The best part of my job is making a difference in everybody's day. Just being there with a positive attitude and a smile really makes a difference. I love my job because I love people. When I was a little girl, I had three choices. I wanted to be either a nurse, a social worker, or a counselor, and I find here at Skytrain, I get to wear all three hats, and I love it. Customer service is a huge part of being a Skytrain attendant, but that's really not the only thing they're responsible for. In fact, it's really just the tip of the iceberg. Sometimes they confuse us with security. Uh, some other times, like you
1: said, they think that we're there just to make sure that people are tabbing in or we're there to give directions.
0: Let's talk to the people who know exactly what it's like to walk a mile in those shoes. Mo Hasibo is the manager of field operations at BC Rapid Transit Company, and Jen Byrne is a real-life SkyTrain attendant, meaning if you take the SkyTrain often, you've probably stood just a few feet away from her at least once before. If you were to describe the work you do as a SkyTrain attendant to a friend or family member who maybe has never had this conversation with you before, how do you describe your job?
2: I would describe it as very dynamic. Um, No two days are ever the same. There's always something different going Mm -hmm. on, and there's a lot of information to know. And uh, you have to pull from your toolbox every day something different that you've learned and you have to go with.
0: Versatility (laughs) being a key part of the job, I think that makes a lot of sense because now, Mo, we'll go to you. Like, talking about, you know, some of the misconceptions people have about SkyTrain attendance. Um, I have conversations sometimes and people just make the assumption incorrectly. They think, oh... STAs that are there standing around at SkyTrain stations making sure that people tap in correctly so that they don't just sneak in. But that's not true, is it, Mo? Maybe you can elaborate a little further here.
1: Absolutely. Uh there's few misconceptions when it comes to SkyTrain attendant. Um, the SkyTrain attendant are standing on a platform, and I know that when you riding the train, you look and you'd be like, Why are they standing there doing nothing? But there's a lot that happened within the station, within the system, that the SkyTrain attendant look after. So our main job is customer service, but customer service is a very broad word for right. customer service. Anything to uh, be any, customer service absolutely. in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and our job is customer service, is to get the customers from A to B. Mm-hmm. That's number one job, is to make sure that the customer is having a fantastic trip from where they started until where they end. And that can include making sure they get there on time. Um, our system is one of the fewest uh, and the biggest automated system in the world. And when you have a computer running the system, sometimes you'll have the glitches. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes we'll have a minutes issue. And that's when the SkyTrain attendant comes into play. Uh so SkyTrain attendants not only get there to Give directions and make sure that you know how to use your compass card. But we do also we drive the trains. Um, when, like I said, when a computer doesn't want to cooperate then we drive trains. Right. Uh, we troubleshoot sometimes uh, door issues on a train mm-hmm. or because those trains are not going to go unless um, all doors are closed. And few times customers will keep the doors open because they can't wait for a minute and a half for the next one. Um, so we'll have problems with the doors, and that way the SkyTrain attendant will try to fix that problem in order to get the trains going, to go back again to my original point to get the customers from A to B. Um, there's few issues too that we deal with. Sometimes we have medicals mm-hmm. and we are qualified to deal with medicals or at least start first aid until uh, the experts show up at, at the scene. A uh, few things that happen within the station that customers usually don't see. So when you don't see a, a SkyTrain attendant on a platform, there's few things that we do. So we do uh, walk around the station to make sure that um, everything around the station is in good order. Uh, that's gates... A, that's the
0: first thing they do. Yes.
1: That's yeah. the first yeah. thing they do every single time they start their, their shift. Um, and during their shift, they want to make sure there is no graffiti, there is no broken glass. So we walk around the station. And this is just a small part of what we do. Um Sky Train attendant they will deal with um mental health. Um try to like which which is unfortunate because we saw an increase in mental health uh after COVID or during COVID too. And uh, I understand that uh customers sometimes they'll have somebody on the system yelling and and just yelling um and they will look at the SDA saying you're gonna do something about it. Mm. And the SkyTrain attendant is there just to inform, not to enforce. So when it comes to enforcement, that means people pushing through the gate or um, doing something on a system they shouldn't be doing. Uh, we usually go to uh, transit police or transit security in order to ask them to help us, as our job is not mainly security. So we carry right, radios, right. and those radios are to communicate among ourselves, to our control center, and also with other um, Uh, companies like Transit Police and Transit Security in order to bring them in to help us. Yeah. Um, So this is just a small thing of what we actually do. Uh, And I will be honest, I was also with the same mindset Mm -hmm. before I applied to SkyTrain. Um, I used to say, well, why, why, why would I stand on a platform like doing nothing all day? I can look at Google, tell me exactly what time the train is coming and where I need to go and what train I need to take, and what bus I need to ride. Um, but when I joined the SkyTrain and I did my training, which is an intense, uh, six weeks and then two weeks on job training hmm. um, I realized that oh my goodness this is this is different than what I thought uh, this is way uh, more complicated than just customer service so I'm happy that I'm joining you to explain what <laughs> what we do because uh, the idea of just being a customer service is not really the proper idea it is yeah. customer service but the definition is way broad than just telling you where to go, for and sure. how to buy a ticket.
0: And I think that's the uh, maybe the challenge because the average customer, they're only at a SkyTrain station for just a few minutes before they get in the train. And then they're going off and they don't think twice about the STA or what's happening at the station that they just left. Uh, but for the STA, like you see hundreds, probably thousands of people coming through, especially during the morning rush hour, afternoon rush hour. The job is that it's about safety and security for everybody. Absolutely. So, so Jen, maybe take us into some of the things that Mo was sort of explaining there. Yeah, um, so... What, what's, an, what's an average day like for you when you get to work?
2: Okay, so as Mo mentioned, the first thing we do, um, we have a briefing in the morning and we go over what might be going on on the system if we have any alarm systems that are down, um, any escalators that are not working, all those sorts of things. Mm -hmm. And then we go to our stations and we open up the stations. So we're making sure that all the grills are up. We're checking the machines to make sure they're working. The fare gates, make sure they're working. Um, We're checking the tracks to make sure there's no items in there that Mm. somebody could potentially want to go in there and get and cause um, track alarms. Um, we're checking our equipment, making sure that we're having our medical supplies all up to date in case we have a medical. Um, what else do we do? We're doing so many things in the mornings. Um, and uh, then making sure everything's tidy and clear for the, the customers when mm. they come through. So, so that's how the morning starts. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, and then when rush hour is happening, we you're generally gonna see us on the platform because we're there to watch everything going on. So we're watching the people, um, watching, making sure everybody's standing behind the yellow line, making sure nobody looks lost, making sure nobody looks like they're gonna harm themselves. Mm. Um, and then we're watching the trains. So when a train comes in, I look at the front of the train and I'm okay, are the are the electrical heads out? Because that's a problem. Mm. So I check that. Then we watch all the doors open and close right we're watching all the lights seeing if there's any faults on the outside of the train there's two lights there's a red and a yellow one if there's a yellow light it tells you that there's a fault on the train hmm. if there's a red light that can indicate a door problem so we're watching the doors open and close we're watching the train leave we're also listening to the train does it sound normal does That's something sound yeah. does something yeah. sound off um which i have caught a few times where the train's been leaving and I said, mm, the train doesn't sound right. So is it the train or right. is it the track? So then I'll stand and I'll watch a few more trains go by and I'll determine.
0: Uh, uh, so, uh, sorry, I want to yeah, dive into that okay. a little bit yeah. more because that sounds like a skill that you just kind of have to learn over time. You do. Because you do. I think of the Skytrain sound, yeah. it's that hum as it starts to leave the station, yeah. but you're saying that there's actually differences and nuances. There is,
2: yeah, wow. yeah. Wow. Um, okay. it, it's kind of hard to explain. Um, but if if it sounds more like it's clunking more when mm. it's leaving, or it, I can tell if a train is doing a VOBC handover, like there's certain sounds, if it's squeaking more, things like that. So there are things that you pick up while you're there because you're there so often, right? right? right. And me personally, I'm constantly at Broadway station. So the fact that I'm there so often, I can pick up when something's wrong with the track because it sounds different.
0: See, that skill reminds me of like when, um, this is a silly anecdote, but like when my parents would go grocery shopping with uh-huh. me and my, my sister and my dad's trying to buy the perfect watermelon. Like yeah. he's knocking on the watermelon yeah. and he just has this ear over time. I don't <laughs> know what that skill is, yeah. but that's kind of what you're describing yeah, because there's absolutely. little differences. So yeah. that's, that's really fascinating. Yeah.
2: So yeah. we're looking, we're smelling, we're listening, we're using all our senses when, our, when we're up there. And it's not just where we're looking at the passengers, we're looking at the trains, we're looking at the tracks where everything is swirling around. So we're constantly looking for things that might become a problem.
0: Uh, Mo, you know, I've visited Skytrain Control, um, seeing how busy it is. There's so many different monitors and screens. Everyone's trying to make sure that the train is and the system in, in, in its entirety is working as perfectly as possible. So if we say that the Skytrain Control is the brain of how everything works, would you say that the STAs are kind of like the eyes and ears making sure that, you know, if you need something quality checked, they're there, boots on the ground to be able to do that for you.
1: Mm-hmm. 100%. Right. 100%. So, uh, and you usually control control where to rely on um, SDAs to, to, to ask questions like, hey, what kind of sound are you hearing? Mm. Oh, what about now? Um, so yes, we are the eyes and ears for, for control. So they are the brain, they run the trains, they're trying to make sure that the trains are running on time and their spacing between the trains are perfectly spaced. And our job in field is to make sure that their job is met. Like that, we are on time, mm-hmm. uh, our on time performance is meeting goals. Um, that's that's what the STAs are doing. And like Jen was saying, this is just like we stand there and we're listening, but at the same time, while we're standing there listening to the trains, we are answering questions, right? Mm-hmm. right? So you'll, uh, you're like you multitasking while you're just standing there. People are asking for directions, or people are asking when the next bus that I need to catch will mm-hmm. be outside of the station. Even though you're inside the station, they asking you how I can catch the next bus. Do you know what time is the next bus, or how I can get to UBC? Um, mm-hmm. so you're doing all this multitasking and if if you're lucky there's nothing else happening in your stations uh, but sometimes also we have alarms that goes down for example right. uh, we have those intrusion alarms that alert control uh, if anything is in a guideway sometimes they go down and I understand that we have customers that will come and ask an SDA, hey, uh, could you please help me with this? Because they're seeing the SDA standing on one side of the platform, just staring at the Mm -hmm. guideway. (laughs) And the SDA will say, well, I'm so sorry. I can't really help you right now. My partner, who's in the same station, can help you. Let me call them. But they get really upset because they think the individual standing on a platform is not trying to help. But what they don't understand that he got a really big safety critical job to do, which Mm is he's the alarm system right now. Mm-hmm. So control basically rely on the SkyTrain attendant to let them know if there's anything in a guideway. And it's a very, very important job. Like mm-hmm. um like I like during the hot summer, during the winter when he's standing on that platform for right. quite a few hours uh, it is not fun, and you cannot like look at your phone or talk to anybody. Your focus is guideway and guideway only because it can happen in a second where something goes in a guideway and it will become a disaster. Yeah, um, yeah. so yes, they are the brains, we're the eyes and ears, and uh, I will say eyes, ears, hands, and legs too. Like, it's <laughs> it's gets quite um, quite busy, mm-hmm. like Jen was saying, not two days look the same. It's quite the job. You use your brain, you use your ears, your eyes. Uh, you have to be aware of your awareness of everything around you. Uh, so you're talking to people, but in the same time, you're watching everything happening around you. So uh, you're not fully um, engaged in one conversation. You yeah. may be engaged in several conversation as well as talking on the radio at the same time as you talking to a customer. Um, it's quite quite the job
0: Uh, you know listening to both of you talk about the job like obviously it's not easy and there's so much more than meets the eye like there's the invisible sort of duties that Mo and Jen you've both sort of explained and elaborated on so Mm -hmm. I want to ask you and maybe I'll start with you Jen what makes you want to stay as an STA like there's got to be good things about the job too right oh my
2: goodness there's so many good things Um, first and foremost is the people I work with Um, everybody is really kind we're like a big family um, we spend a lot of time together, right? We have, we work 10 hour shifts four days a week. So we're together a lot mm-hmm. of the time. So those bonds that you build with your coworkers is really strong. Um, and I love the sense of sort of adventure that I get every day. Cause no two days are the same, like mm-hmm. I said. So every day you're walking in going, okay, what's, what's today going to throw at me? Right. And it's it's fun going to drive a train I enjoy driving trains I enjoy fixing faults and getting things going right that's that's what I personally like to do but definitely the people and the fun of the job
0: I love that. You know, I think it's 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 probably speaks to again like the versatility of the skill set that you need. Absolutely, and makes me think that we kind of need like a reality TV show of like what life is like as an STA. Right? Yes,
2: it would be very entertaining. Yeah, because they have reality TV shows about people that work
0: at airports and Mm -hmm. like border security. Like, Mm -hmm. maybe we'll get a petition going for
2: that. There you go. That'd Uh, be awesome. Mo, when
0: you're looking to hire an STA, like, what are some of the traits that would really stand out as a good, strong candidate for a job like this?
1: Um, Usually, we like yes, customer service is important, but um, the important part of the job is working under stress. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, you want to show us that you can handle uh, working under stress. Uh, When I say stress, meaning uh, multitasking, uh, being able to make the decision, Mm -hmm. um, uh, confident. You need to be super confident because you make the final decision, like you mentioned, uh, control is the brain, but we still in field, we make the final call. Mm -hmm. Meaning, control can say, I can route the train, but the SkyTrain attendant need to be really confident that it shouldn't be moved. So you have to have that, um, you'll be brave to mention, no control, this is not gonna happen, this train need to get out of service. Mm -hmm. And this is something that you need to be assertive, uh, making very good judgmental calls, and at the same time, like having the customer, that service aspect of it, uh, but for sure, working under stress, it is like, I'll call them like they're pilots and you'll have to make that split second decision from time to time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're standing there, they can assess, like believe it or not, like Jen was saying about the noises of the train leaving the station, reading people too before they commit anything uh, that they shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. Like you can see an individual walking on the platform and I'll tell you right now, the majority of the STAs will be like, they will keep an eye on that person because he's not behaving as it should be Hmm. and this is a skill that you you gain over the time but you have to have we can see if we have an individual that we think is breaking the law um, before they even leave the station we'll Hmm. be communicating to transit police hey uh, i have a feeling this is a person that the description mentioned a couple of days even finding people uh elderly people who lost for a few days like we had that as well uh where we be told that there's somebody who's left the house and uh, never been located for the last two days, and we'll find them on a the system. So, can you imagine? It's like have, being a police officer. So you have to have that memory of the description that you like you were told about two right, days ago. Right. Uh, so all those kind of things I put in perspective when I'm interviewing somebody for the SkyTrain attendant, and um, it is unfortunate because I think, like I said, uh, you mentioned the the misperception of what the SkyTrain uh, attendant they do. Mm-hmm. Um, when we have people applying for the job, they don't see all of this. Right. And so yes, I need somebody who is assertive. Um, I also need somebody who is like got the guts to say, hey, this is not gonna happen. Mm. Um, make the judgment, like make judge call that saying that this is not gonna happen. Uh, as well as customer service, driving the train, yeah. answering questions all at the same time.
0: We know that Customers like to say thank you when they get off the bus. Mm-hmm. Would you like to see customers saying thank you to STAs as they leave the station? Would that be something that we should yeah, start sure, to do more? Yeah, sure, absolutely.
2: Or even, you know, if I'm on the platform, like I said, I'm looking at things. My, you know, my senses are going crazy. And sometimes somebody will just come up and say, good morning. And it snaps me out of it for that one second. I'm like, oh, yes, hi, good morning. How are you, right? So it's, it's nice to have that conversation sometimes or we actually do have people Come up to us and say, hey, you're doing a good job. Awesome. Yeah. Which means the world to us. Right. Because yeah. it's we're working hard, even it though it might not appear.
0: It's a public-facing job so um, yeah. you know it, it, it does make a, an impact I'm sure when the public recognizes that hey I, I have to say thank you so it does thank you yeah or in.
2: we've had a, a few train rescues where um, a skytrain attendant has gone out to rescue a train and the whole train was clapping
0: Oh yeah okay yeah. all right
2: so things like that they they really make it worth it
0: Skytrain attendants are some of the most visible transit employees on our system but a lot of the work they do is invisible. The next time you're at a SkyTrain station, test yourself and see if you can listen to the train the way they can. You might appreciate all of the subtle nuances to the work they do every single day. My thanks to Mohassabo and Jen Byrne for sharing their stories and experiences with me on this episode. Adrian Yi and Alex Jackson for their help in putting this together. Producer Alan for his leadership. And you for listening and subscribing. My name is John Jang, and until next time, have a safe trip. Every five years or so, a large-scale travel survey known as the Regional Trip Diary is
2: done in Metro Vancouver. These surveys provide snapshots of people's travel patterns that help improve the way we plan and move around the region. The next Trip Diary survey will
0: take place this fall. By completing the survey, you can help us improve the way you move around Metro Vancouver. For more information, visit translink.ca slash tripdiary2023.